Welcome everybody. It is episode who knows no what. It's been so long, but we know it's not 100 because we do have two episodes we didn't release, and one is the audio isn't the best, and the other one is just sitting there apparently. So, well, the problem is, is the one with the audio that's bad was recorded before the last one, so I feel like I don't know. <laughs> and the other person that's willing to do record, which is Nanoa Anderson, but he, now he moved to Texas, which you're doing over the phone still, which is fine. Yeah. But uh, his whole life changed in the time that, or in the last six months. He's really, it's really cool actually, but he went all in on video and now he's got picked up by this company in Texas now. They moved him down there and now he goes between there and California in San Diego and he, it's just wild. It's it's a cool trip that's going on for him, but yeah. nonetheless, yeah, well, good for him. So, yeah. All right. So what we might do is to say that so we might make Preston ninety eight. This would be ninety nine. All right. Yeah. That sounds good. Okay. Let's do that. All right. Decisions made right on the pod. Yep. All right. Well, it has been quite a long time. I don't remember the last one we did. Hiatus. Yeah, quite the hiatus. Life just got busy or, I don't know, shit happens. But you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Hot Take from the Kitchen. And our email address is hottakefromthekitchen at gmail.com. It is H-O-T-T-A-K-E-F-R-O-M-T-H-E-T-I-T-C-H-E-N at gmail.com. And nobody emailed us for this whole thing. So no emails. What's interesting, I don't know, for those people that we have, well, we have about 30 listeners. So it's, our, admittedly, and I guess in, the, in our listener defense, I can say that we um, probably don't regularly put out as we did, but the last season, it seemed like not as many people were interested yeah. in what we were talking about. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know what happened. Well, I have some theories, which we could talk about. We're going to talk about that toward the end, but um, we'll keep going, though. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. I have one person up my ass trying to get us to do more. So. <laughs> so, all right. We have new mics. Steve went fancy and got two wireless mics. This should sound 90% better. All right. Which is part of the reason why I haven't been recording. Small part, which again, we're going to get there. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, hopefully this sounds as good as I want it to. All right. I hope so too. Nothing wrong sounding good. All right. Hot takes. So we're just going to do these four. Right, whatever you want to add in too, but I thought these are really good ones. All right. Great starting ones. Yeah. All right, uh, first hot take is Michigan and Michigan State football, who are both undefeated and in the top 25. So Two, yeah. Been kicking ass. Two teams that both looked like they were not going to have good seasons. Yeah. And it's early, right? Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. yeah. But um, Michigan had a decent win over Washington. I thought Washington stunk. Yeah. But now that I see that they're still favored to win the Pac-10. Yeah. So, like, I don't know what to feel about that. 
And then, of course, Michigan State had a great win over Miami on the road. Yes. I'm proud of them for making it out there alive. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Miami seems to always be overrated, and so does Washington. So, I mean, we'll just have to see how the season plays out. But right now, they both look good. Yeah. Interesting that um, Michigan plays everybody on the road that's good this year, but Ohio State. Michigan State plays a mix, but they don't have to play Wisconsin this year. So, I don't know. I tell you, if Michigan gets all the way, I'm not saying they will, but if by some weird happenstance Michigan doesn't lose any games until the Ohio State game, it's going to be a heck of a season for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, same with, Michi- same with uh, Michigan State. Michigan State, their, their seasons are kind of mixed. Michigan State has a really tough first half, kind of peters down toward the end there. Michigan has a brutal last month of football. You're just like, what is going on with you people? Manuals fall, making the schedule. They get kind of an easy, I mean, the Rutgers game's certainly not easy. No. But we play Rutgers, but then we go on the road against Wisconsin next week. So this is your pitfall game right here, your classic trap game from Michigan coming out. So. Yeah, it is what it is, but. I guess we'll just have to see if they beat the rivals, you know, or are they going to be called for Harbaugh's head once again? And <laughs> it's just a mess. But the running game looks great. Yeah, yeah. Those Corum and Haskins, they look really good. But, all right, our second hot take topic is Emerald. We both have work. Submitted to Emerald, the Art in the Loft Gallery. It's their yearly juried art exhibit. Yes, that's what juried art exhibit. So I have two pieces, and Steve has two pieces. Still a little bitter that love one was rejected, but well, you shouldn't be. There was a lot of good pieces put in. And Chuck was very particular with what he chose. Well, I'm sure he was. It was. Um, there's a lot of good pieces that didn't make it in. And Justin and I took a look at what didn't make it. And it's shocking what didn't make it in. But as with any jury dart exhibit, he wants to, you can't, like, yeah. You I want mean, to, it, it, I, I get it, but yeah. it's, it still hurts uh, a little bit. You want everyone, you, you'd like to have everyone get it in. Yes. That puts it in. So, you know. It's just. The rejection thing. Oh. Nobody likes rejection. Yeah. I get it. But So that will be next weekend. Next, next Friday. Friday. Yeah, almost a week from tonight. Yes. And in fact, when this comes out, because hopefully I'll do turn this around tonight, um, when I put it out tomorrow morning. Yeah, well, a week from today. Yeah. So it'll be at Art and Loft, 6 p.m. Come on down. We're asking, because we decided all this at the board meeting last night, we're asking that you only bring one guest. So, um, just so what it is so with I have God. to decide between Brooke and my mom. <clears throat> Thanks a lot. Well, you could. Do, there was a strategy talked about last night. Is if you were to have someone maybe have a drink of the fresh palate, and then they would just rotate up. You would really be able to tell. It's fine. But I'll make it work. Yeah. There's yeah. So. All right. But next week, hope to see people there. It is Art and Lost 20th anniversary. Yes. 
emerald, 50% of everything's green. Um, and we're working towards some different things for the fundraiser that's going to be coming up in about six weeks. Um, we're going to talk about your fundraiser here shortly. Uh, so um, it's just an interesting time for the loft, I think, for everybody as we start trying to figure out what, I hate the term, everyone keeps using it, but the new normal. Yeah. Um, I'm not of the f mindset, and I thought we, we will talk about this more too, but and maybe just a great time to talk about it. But I honestly believe that the pandemic has given has hit the reset button. So with a lot of people, you want to, oh, I just want to get back to the way things were, or blah, blah, blah. I'm not of that. I mean, you're a great example of that. You have not gone back to work. You are not working in your cubicle five days a week, eight and a half, nine hours of the day. Like, so I, I think, well, maybe you want to. I don't know. That's a different conversation. But the idea that either we are going to be normal or, or we're going to get back to where we were. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But I really think that things aren't going to be normal oh, for a considerably. Yeah. yeah. So figure out what that is now for the loft, for these events, for you and for everyone. So, um, and for me, you know, going through all this whole thing. So it's been really, really interesting. Um, and I think, it, you know, so I think it's exciting to, I'm, I'm excited to have Emerald. I'm apprehensive at the same time. Yeah. So it's just going to be an interesting week. Yes, it will be. Yes. So, all right. Our next topic is Matthew McConaughey as Texas governor. So he's, if they were to do the election today, Matthew McConaughey would be one. Good for him. That's what they just showed. So um, he is ahead in the polls if he would run. He has not said if he would run yet. I saw that a while ago that he was thinking about it. Right. I don't think we... I mean... Texas can have whoever they want, but What's I don't think it would end well. Well, I mean, Hollywood has a long history of getting, you know, politicians. I so I don't think Matthew McConaughey would be a bad governor. I don't think he'd necessarily be a good governor either. Yeah. But, um, you know, so much of anything in that role has to do with the people that surround your, you surround yourself with. And I don't doubt that he would probably do a good job of getting the right people around him. Well, so, yeah, so I don't feel like... Um, I'm not a necessary fan of the governor of Texas right now. No. So I, I can't be upset about that. I think that has a lot to do with what's going on right now, of why he's behind or why he's losing the magic oh, yeah. economy. So... Um, yeah, I don't. We don't talk about politics much on the pod. No, there's a reason. Yeah. So, but in this world of, we, I think it's safe for us to say, in this the, the world, we, the current landscape keeps becoming more and more extreme. Yeah. <laughs> and as things become more and more extreme, and people decide to keep pushing that in order to make sure that they're firmly planted in where they where they believe, they have to kind of take more of a stronger stance and I think we've talked about this I don't think it's a surprise but I was a member a long time member of the Alpine Republican Party 
And last year I didn't believe it just because I was like, this is crazy. Like you people are nuts. And again, I'm not trying to bash anyone. I'm just saying from my point of view, for what I believe, it doesn't need to be that extreme. Like there, there is a middle ground here. We can reach this. We can, there's so much able, we are able to do in the gray area and work from the middle ground to get so far into the rights to the weeds. It just, it just becomes like, what are you doing right now? Yeah. So like, uh, yeah. And I think that's part of the problem with what Texas is going through right now. You know, with Trump losing the election, I feel like a red state like that is just like, okay, we, we, you know, we need to swing way far over to battle what's happened now with Biden becoming president. And you're seeing the results of some of that. So <clears throat> whatever. Yep. It's crazy times, but just got to hope for the best sometimes, I guess. All right, and go from that to Brian Laudry and Gabby Petiro, which is a sad situation where Gabby's body was found earlier this week or last week. Well, her body was just found like Wednesday morning. So earlier this week. Yeah. Yesterday. And her fiancé, Brian, has now gone missing because he's... Probably hiding out. He's in Cuba. Oh, is he? Good for him. Well, I believe that. I mean, or I'm just saying, like, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's hiding. Yes, and his family isn't helping anything. No, they, of course they're. I mean, there's. I think there's some stuff that we probably don't know, but it's safe to say that that there's some things that have come out of this, and I don't want to like just automatically paint him guilty, although it seemed like he is. Yes. But there's been two things that have come out here. One, they've talked about all the missing girls in the United States, like this week. There's over like over 200 missing girls. Yeah, and there's one in Alpena. Yeah, exactly. So, I think what this does do is it. There's an opportunity to whether how you feel about whether he's guilty or not, and how you feel about her. There's an opportunity to talk about all these missing people. Why they go missing, what is going on behind the scenes of some of that, and um, how there definitely needs to be more attention and priority brought to that, especially when so much of this at times seems like there's things we can do about it. If it's communicating more and people people want to help when something like that goes down and it's just not being communicated, a large part of that time is it's just not being done quick enough. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's all I really have to say. I, just, I mean, I have my personal opinion on the whole thing. It sounds like um, just one giant ass abusive gasoline relationship. And that yes. This is a scumbag. But, I mean, for all I know, maybe it's not. Because I don't. You know, it's tough when you don't have all the facts and you want to make an opinion. You just have to go with the news is telling you. And I'm firmly grown fond of believing, like, just not trusting the news. So it's tough. Not a psychologist. So I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Now, that was all the topics. So we'll take a break. Yes. We'll take a break and come back. Find out what's new with the both of us. All right. So what's going on new with you, Brad? Well, 
like you said earlier, I haven't gone back to the office full time yet, and it sounds like I won't be because they're going to allow people to work remotely, and then I would just have to go in every day and do a little bit of this and that and pay my bills every week. How do you feel about working remotely? Do you like it? or well, I love it, but it has its drawbacks because you get distracted easily sometimes. So. Right. I'm sure there are there's some days where you don't feel like going to work and you just want to kind of work in your, your jeans and a t-shirt. You're able to do that. I'm sure that's nice. Yeah, I mean, I can still go to the office in jeans and yeah. I just have to wear a collared shirt, I guess. Yeah. Then I just go home and change into sweats. And yeah. Today was one of those days where I felt like if I could do part of my job from home, I'm standing out in the rain and trying to get underneath of this used van so the customer can see whether it's rusted underneath it. I'm wet, I'm cold, I'm just like, just not feeling it. And I'm not 100%, so I was just like, the whole experience was so negative and I was really just like, what am I doing right now? Like, what am I doing with my life? What is going on right now? And I thought of you, I was like, Brad, that's something we're gonna probably at home with ESPN on in the background. Admittedly, doing work still, hammering away on his spreadsheets and stuff, but I was just like, geez, oh, pizza. And here I am. I got wet socks, and I hate when my socks get wet. At that point, I'm just done for the day. And I was like, and looking at my watch, and it said 9:45, and I'm like, whoa, boy, you know. So it's just like, um, you still have a girlfriend? Yes. I mean, that's kind of where one of the pillars of this pod was based on was your um, marital status, for lack of a better term. Yes. So. Um, Still dating the same girl? Yes. How's that going? Oh, well, it's going fairly well. There's been ups and downs, but... In a relationship? Yes. It's going to have that. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean... We're still plugging along. Yeah, and I think that... How do I want to say this the right way? One of the fun, it's kind of getting back to where we're going, but we could talk a little bit about it now and bring it in later. Um, one of the fundamental things this pot was based on was us getting together in your new house. Yes. Because, I mean, you lived with your parents for a really long time. Yes. So you were not used to being alone, period. You were just Whether it was in the forefront of your mind or not, you just always had your parents around. Yes. So all of a sudden you're in this, not a super big house, but you're in this big house by yourself. And I was, and I was just like, well, we got to figure something out. We got to do something. You know, we can't just have Brad sitting in there by himself all the time. So podcast, part of the podcast, part of the reason the podcast was born was this. And you had your own space now. We can use it. And then we yeah. talk in the kitchen. Everything goes along that. But it's been beautiful. And it's been my favorite thing that's happened throughout my well, second, probably second favorite thing that's happened in my life over the past couple of years has been watching you, like, what are you doing? Um, one with broke. Yeah. You know, like, not like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting here watching ESPN by myself or whatever, you know. It, there is so nice to know that, you know, you, just, you have a life, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Yeah. It's been nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it has been for you. I mean, I would hope so. So, she just bought a new house, so we've been over there a lot. You know, divorce or marriage, going through a marital change, like whether going from single to divorce, job change and moving, and death, 
you know, some of the most stressful things you can go through in your life. So, oh, yes. yeah. So, I mean, like, you're going through a lot, yeah. you know, because you're with her, so moving is very stressful. Yes. Well, other than that. How are you folks? They're good. They're good. They're living life. They're vaccinated? Yes, they are. So they're out and about? Yeah. I remember when your mom got, I remember when I saw your mom after she got vaccinated shortly, she hugged me and she felt, she goes, I'm so happy I hug you now. <laughs> I'm like, well, we could probably, I would have been comfortable hugging you before, but I mean, yeah, yeah so. Yeah, they're good. They're just, they're going to go to Ohio next month, and go see some friends from the Army. That's cool. Yeah. Just doing the things they can't, couldn't do when they were working, so I'm happy for them. Good for them. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, my race is next month. Son of a gun, I forgot your mugs, too. Jesus, Pete, so I had two things I needed to bring with me other than I was just focused on the mics. I charged them, and I wanted to make sure it sounded good, and I was excited, and then that's all I lost, and I forgot your mugs, and then uh, your little mini present, which is not, I mean, depending on how you want to feel about it. <laughs> to record, it was a huge deal last night. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, to me, this is a big deal. You might, I said, I, anyway, well, how do you think Brad's going to be? I'm like, Brad's either going to be like, all right, and that's cool. And then just kind of shrug his shoulders. Or, I mean, Brad's not necessarily, oh my God, you're a very yeah. demonstrative person. I go, but, you know, you might just. Well, when you started talking about it today, it's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, but. Like... <laughs> that's what I kind of thought you'd be. Right. Brad's going to be like, all right, whatever. I mean, it's a coin. It's a brass coin. Who gives a shit? Whatever. Gold, gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? So, yeah. All right. But, uh, sorry. Yeah, so, what's, yeah, I forgot your mugs. Yeah. But I have them. They're sitting there on my stove, so we don't forget them. So, anyways, your costume run. Yes, my costume run is the end of next month. We are doing it. Yes. I feel good about doing it. Yeah. How do you feel about it? I feel good. Yeah. I, I, I don't think... It's not really going to matter, you know. Um, if even if this thing were a fire up, we, we, it's going to be outside, or you know, we, we're going to we can do most of it outside. I mean, the merchants' building. There's a lot of room in there. So. Yeah, and so you know, even if we had to ask people to mask up, we can do that. You know, all, a lot of the unknowns that held us back from doing it last year, which we wanted to because it was on Halloween and everything. Yeah. We, you know. I feel like we have answers to a lot of the things that stopped us before because we didn't know. Yeah. So I think it's really important for you, for me to tell you because we just haven't had this conversation yet. I feel really good about having it, really safe, and I'm not worried. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Mm -hmm. Are Are you doing the 10k, 5k, the one mile? Have you thought uh, about that? It's just going to be the one mile and 5k this year. Okay. I thought about trying to do a 10k, but with the bridge being closed. I think that would be something really cool for next time, yeah. next oh, yeah. year, yeah. that new walk path on the bridge. And we might have to redo the route because they're eventually going to redo that whole area back there. Really? And we might be able to do something really cool. Yeah. Something we don't even know about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be down for that. Yeah. So, um, who is the fundraising going to? Um, we just decided to take last year's recipient to this year since we didn't get to do this for them. So it'll be 
Northeast Michigan Great Lakes Stewardship Initiative again. Nemiglisi. Yes, Nemiglisi for short. Yeah. Um, it's ran by a friend, Meg. Yes. Yes, and she has been contacting me every now and then saying, hey, what are we doing here? And yeah. Try to keep her up to date. And she wants to get on a planning meeting. So. We definitely probably need to have one. Yeah. So, um Meg is a very, is a Great Lakes advocate. She has her new, uh, it started out kind of as an Instagram page, but it's a full-fledged nonprofit now. Yeah, so, it's blowing uh, up. Yeah, Great Lakes, great responsibility. I'm sure you guys probably know more about that than you do Nemi Gleesey, which is probably more frustrating to her than, than anyone else. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so what she does is she works, and I don't even know how much she's able to do it since so much of it's tied within the government and the government can the government still shut down? Yeah, like the government, when like Stephanie Gandola, you know, I, I just met with her last night at the one board meeting, and you know, she, she's still so limited on what they can do. So, I don't even know how much she's able to do, but they get in the school, they get kids outside, and they educate them not only about um, protecting what is and how precious the resources are the Great Lakes, but things living in the Great Lakes. Um, it's a, a really important program, I think that everyone should have but especially for the community that we have oh, yeah. so what time is it going to start um registration will be at we'll start at eight and we'll do the one mile at nine and then the 5k at 9 30. okay and the 5k will just be the same route where you go behind the fairgrounds and up to the sand dunes and the the cemetery and then back so it seems to be a good course and Gorgeous course. Yes. You're going to do prizes? Uh, that's the plan. We'll have a best costume for kids and an adult. And there's talk of doing a special prize. A special prize for the best Great Lakes or water-themed costume. I like that idea. And I think Ryan decided, too, that he liked it. So we'll have a special prize. I don't know what that prize will be yet. I have some thoughts. Um, what a planning meeting would help. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want to, I mean, I have a couple of favors I need to call in yet. So I, for, so there's some things I think we can do here that would help, help the race. I've been sitting on them because we don't know whenever we had the race. And I got to know, are we have waffles again? Well, of course. Yes. So the waffles are back. Uh, we're going to prizes for best costume. We're going to have a themed costume event this year, which I think we decided we're going to kind of carry over each race yeah. from here on out. And then uh, we won't limit it to you what you want to wear, what you yeah, want to wear. Cause, wear what you want. But yeah. But we will, each year from here on out, we're going to have a theme and then we'll give a prize for that theme. So yeah. you can double dip even. Maybe it's a really great kid's costume that's great that's like <laughs> themed and you can take away the, the whole shebang. So. <laughs> But yeah, we, you know, we want to make it fun, but we're also sensitive to the fact that, man, sometimes costumes can be expensive. I mean, we well, don't yeah. want to have to people feel pressured. We more importantly just come, run, help give to a good cause. But if you want to dress up, we're encouraged. Yeah, we just want people to come and have fun. Yes, yeah. the race doesn't. I mean, it matters to some people, but it's just a fun thing. Yeah, know? I mean, I'm there for the waffles. Oh yeah. So, and everyone should be, if you have that come, you got to have the waffles. So then, you know what I mean? You should come just for the waffles. What other race gives you waffles? I know, right? So, anything else about the race? Oh, we have 
two sponsors so far. We have some CPA that shows the Oswald. I can't believe I'm forgetting the M, but she's down in Rose City in Edwards. Okay. And they're located on Bagley Street, or not Bagley, Ripley in 8th, next to the Community Foundation. And then the other sponsor is Real Estate One, who has been a sponsor each year. Yeah. So Lori is always a good person to help with this stuff. So we appreciate her and some CPA coming on board. I mean, I kind of want to sponsor just my thing that will now get to me. We'll probably start talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll figure it all out. Yeah. I know Dairy Queen will re-up for their prize. Well, I hope they do. So they will. That, was, that made everybody jealous. Yeah, so I, I haven't talked, but I know they'll do it. Yeah. So, you know, so the kids' prize, best costume, right? That's what usually what we do. Yeah. You get one blizzard, was it a week? I, I think so. So it's a blizzard a week for the, for the season. Yeah, from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Memorial Day to Labor Day. All for dressing up your kid. Yeah. What kid wouldn't want this? I mean, if you guys have any ideas of like uh, sponsors or anything that you'd like to see within the race, shoot me or Brad a message. Yeah. Happily listen. If you'd like to join in and jump in on the committee, help us plan this every year. It's been weird. Yeah. And nothing has been the way we normally have. But at the same time, uh, I mean, we're, it's just been the three of us. It's pretty Me flexible. You and Ryan. Yeah. So. But we're pretty flexible. Yeah. In it, oh, yeah. So, yeah. But we also would love new blood. So, have you done any more thinking about who it would be next year? Not yet. Hmm. Just with curious. I'm just... Maybe on the 31st I'll start <laughs> Fair enough. All right. And I feel that's good. Yeah. You got anything else? Um, well. I got something else, too, when you're done. All right. Well, I just found out the Babyface concert I was going to next February, I think, was canceled. That sucks. It does. But Brooke also booked a Boys and Men concert the day of the race. So I'll have to do the race and head down to Mount Pleasant. Oh, really? For the concert. We were talking about doing a cannabis trip that day as a group because it's the only Saturday where everyone's off. Like as a group, right? Because we're all off for your race. And we're like, well, if we do the race in the morning, then we all can head out in the afternoon and go cannabis. Obviously, that's not going to happen now that you're running the boys and men concert. Right. I mean, that had been playing for a while. Yeah. The problem is, is Justin has soccer on Sundays. Yeah. And Griff and I really only have Sundays off yeah. for the next month. It's, somebody's going to have to miss out. Yeah, somebody's yeah, somebody going to have to miss out on something. I think when you talk about you and this relationship you have that's outside of uh, Brooke, it's something that has been discussed on this pod before. I want to know if you thought about getting a dog yet. I have a dog. I know. So let's, t- I mean, you kind of do. And that's I, where I'm I going with this. I didn't buy them, but I mean, I've that's, taken over. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm going with this. This is like, we, we were pressing you for a long time to get a dog. And now you've really become BFFs with this thing. I have. Yes. You are attached. Yes. I, Moscato is the best. And I never thought a dog could steal my heart. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Moscato is your girlfriend's dog. Yes. Which is now your dog. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I even got a dog tag shirt. 
I <laughs> bought it from Paige's shop. Makes me so happy. I did want to bring that up. That was the other thing I wanted to bring up is that I know, you know, Paige and Jeff, when they would come on the pod, would talk and just in the conversation, would talk about how we wanted you. We thought you should get a dog. Yeah. We thought you would love having a dog. And lo and behold, not that you were ever anti-dog. You're not a person no. that's against dogs. I mean, I always like dogs. You right? usually like dogs off leashes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing you don't like. So, Unless yeah. it's in an enclosed space. And <laughs> they're supposed to be off the leash. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Zing. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about something before I talk about me. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Big Brother this season? Um... I've actually liked it. I didn't get to watch last night because it was on at 10. Yeah. Going to bed. Survivor's intense. Like, they decided to... And I respect it because I I respect something that's about 30 or 40 seasons long where they find this way to keep the players guessing and changing. And they've added a lot of new things to it. You know, I think on the show, it was Big Brothers and another example where we've seen what's Tiffany's strategy this year is these people figure out it's like a, a safe to unlock and they study the game before they get in the house and they come in and they figure out the, the code to kind of manipulate everything in the way they want. And then the producers go, well, we can't have this going forward. So then they come up with things to keep yeah. players from doing the same thing each time. So how do you feel about the cookout? I loved it. Yeah. What they did was... Pretty spectacular. It really was. It shows how dumb white people are. <laughs> well, I mean, so I think what they were able to do is they were actually able to play on some biases, well, right? I mean, yeah. 100%. They didn't want to be like, hey, those of you who don't watch Big Brother, Big Brother is a reality show. It's a whole bunch of strangers put in a house and then you can vote it out. One person wins a whole bunch of money. Well, really simple. Historically, Big Brother has been a cast full of white people. With sprinkled in with minorities, and the person could be black, Asian, gay, just could be a whole bunch of different. But by and large, it's white, straight white people are the main yeah. characters. And this season, they put in a group of six black people, most black people they've ever put in oh, yeah. the show. And immediately they got together and said, hey, let's do this. Yeah. A whole bunch of things for me. I, I love Tiffany. I love that she's from Michigan. I love the the plan she came up with, how she potted this whole thing. It's been amazing. And then I also love Derek X because I love having, for me again, I, I think it's cool to have an Asian that isn't just being silly and scaring people and jumping out of the closet, which, I mean, that was kind of cool too, but yeah. You had the Asian Southern guy. <laughs> who, who's your favorite so far? Or who do you got winning it? Oh, since you don't know, I'll ask you, that with, I watched less in this episode, but I'll go ahead and ask you so I won't spoil it for you. Well, I want Xavier to win. Okay. I think he's... Well, he's 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 safe because he's head of household now, so... Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've liked him since day one, but I guess if he doesn't win, Derek F. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't think Aza or Kylan... I think Aza's gone. Aza really upset me. The the first, I mean, when I knew Derek was going home, I knew immediately when that week Derek was going home, like, oh man, this sucks. But I understood the plight of what was going on at the cookout. 
So to watch that and be sad, like, oh, this is where Derek goes home because this is what, how it has to happen. I was kind of disappointed, but I understood. But Oz is screwing up and thinking that they weren't going to get rid of Tiffany. Like, she should have protected Tiffany. And then after that, it was too late. And then, then, you know, what's interesting to me is, without giving away, because it won't, is you kind of have two weaker social players left and two really strong competition players left. So it'll be interesting to see if the stronger players want to take each other or do they want to take a weaker player to the final. And which weaker player do you want to take? Do you feel like so really a lot of player? interesting yeah but once again white people are dumb <laughs> couldn't see yourselves getting picked off one by one well i think they didn't want to seem like i think if I, you and i would do the same thing if we were sitting there in a room full of, with african-americans we wouldn't want to be like oh well, you guys are all getting together and just trying to get us all you wouldn't want even if you maybe thought it you wouldn't want to speak it because then <laughs> You're being recorded or you're being watched. You're like, oh, look at this. Look at these two stupid races. You know, and with cancel the culture the way it is, you just right. are even scared to even think of something like that. But it was obvious to everybody watching well, that they were um, not only working together, but they were trying to get everybody voted out. So, I mean, my favorite thing is, and I know you're not on Twitter, but is being able to watch Twitter just get all mad about it. As you can only imagine about what's going on, and as it's going on each week, people are like, "Oh, this is—they're racist. They—they they are just, you know, so just like, have you not watched twenty seasons of this show? <laughs> you think this is the most racist thing going on right now, and then you do not know anything about Big Brother." So, yeah. All right, and then all right, I feel good. Right. It felt good to talk about that with you. We it haven't did. really talked yeah. about Big Brother. Oh, yeah. so. First time we've talked about it this year. Yeah, and Ryan's a big Big Brother fan too. Yes, but normally we would... Yeah, anyways. All right. What's new with me? whole bunch of things are new with me. Um, but the main thing, the biggest thing that's changed my life and that's going on in my life is my wife... Because I feel like it's worth telling everyone the whole story. Allison was seeing a rheumatologist for the past three years when she got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. And about a year ago, this her rheumatologist decided to do a different medical program. I don't know what it's called. I'm sorry. But long story short, we still were able to go to her and we were still able to get insurance. But we would have to pay $1,000 to join her club to, to be able to come to her still. Yeah. And we were like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, we're already paying a lot of money. We literally go there twice a year. We're paying for all of the medicine. Allison's obviously decaying rapidly. Now she wants $1,000 from us on top of all the other medical bills. And we're like, I don't even know this is good. And in the meantime, Allison's dad was not happy with going over there. He just didn't like the way. So he got referred to try a different one downstate. And then he went down there and said, hey, I would have to pay $1,000. And of course, you know, us being inherently cheap, we're like, well, maybe we should try it anyways and see if we like it. Worst case, you know, we can always come back up here. Allison gets down there. Long story short, as you guys, those of you guys, most of you, I'm guessing, of our people that listen now and follow us pretty well. Allison has just been doing amazing. It's just unbelievable. It's, it's been mind-blowing and changing everything that's been going on in my world. It's, you know, I mean, I think I've told you this, like, I, I bought the cruise. I just I bought a car in January that I got because I really wanted a truck. I wanted a Colorado like you, but I knew Allison couldn't get in and out of it. 
So I got a, a car that I knew she could get around in. We've been looking at houses for a year or so now, and it can't have steps. And it had to be a one level so that she can get around and, you know, bubble. And it's just, like, wild to me now. It's like, we don't have to do that. Like, she's she is almost in remission now. This thing is almost, for the, for the time being now, we know that it won't be forever. Yeah. But it is wild to go from so much of, like, what it is to where it is now. I mean, we were so in this weird place of, like... Um, Allison was so fragile. I think that's the word I don't want to use. Like she would just like bump into me and then she'd be like, Oh my God. And be in tears. And I mean, you were around her. So there'd be things that she couldn't get up and she was embarrassed always. Like if she was sitting, if we would all get around and we had somebody had to sit on the floor and, you know, she would ask for help in front of our friends and so like that. It just, she hated those moments. And now it's just like, I mean, it's just crazy to me. And then it's been so life-changing this entire summer to everything in our lives. It's just, it's just been wild. I can't express to people how life-changing it has been for me. So uh, that, so that is the main thing that's happened to me. Next to you and your love life is by far the happiest thing that's happened to me. That is that my daughter got engaged. Wild. She's officially a resident of Ohio now. Even more wild. Disappointed, but not surprised. And then uh, Gabe is at a second year of college. Jordy's still at the dealership. Allison's Wildcat branch of the high school is opened. Finally. She's finally she's doing that, you know, and it's just all it takes is a little bit more of an I mean, they're already having an outbreak, but it just takes a little more for the school says, All right, no one else in and, and then Allison's done. So it's again, like so so many other things in our world right now, it's very fragile and feels fleeting, but um, going good, and she's learning her, her whole new normal now, along with going to school. So she's ten times busier than I am. Yeah. I've had enough people ask me, and I've always told them no to do pictures and like, hey, will you do this? And I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. Or can you do do, do a video of that? And I've always said no. Or I've just been like, okay, I'll just do something small, but I don't want to do it. I've done it. So uh, and in January, I'm going full fledged on it, like hardcore. So. Um, I'm working on finishing up the website. I have three, two weddings, three weddings coming up over the next six weeks. So with the one I did versus those three, I'll have four weddings and then I'll start in January. And my goal is just to book 12 weddings for the 2022. So and that'll be it. So I'm owning it. I'm, imposter syndrome is a real thing. I'm, I know you experience it a lot too. but So it's a very real thing, but... And we can kind of talk about that, too, when we talk about the next segment. But deciding and saying, hey, this is what it is, and I'm going to own it and just do it. Um, I'm really proud of the way Chelsea's video turned out. Yeah, it was good. The only thing I hate about it is that I spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to do her video, for lack of a better term, the right way, which was not using... That Taylor Swift song and that Walk Off the Earth song, or, or you know, Walk on the Earth song. Um, and then I just said, you know what, quit fighting this, just do it. And then, and so now I'm picking out two songs to substitute with those. So I have the video and I'll just sub the songs out because technically they're not, you know, I don't. And Chelsea's a business attorney, so she gets it. She knows what's going on here. So I don't have to worry about it. I can say to you, I, I can say to her, like, look, this is it right here. Right. This is the video, 
but it's not legal, right? You can watch it to your heart's content in your own home. You know, you just can't like put it out. You know, we can't get paid off this thing, and she knows that. So, she's happy with it. I'm happy with it. You watched it, just to thank you, but it's not legal per se. So I need to go grab street legal. Yeah, that's street legal. They got the restrictor plate off of it. Taking in all the money that I'm making really right now and just reinvesting it back into these mugs that we have here is from the wedding I just did. So I'm just constantly just going to keep putting everything in that and make it back right into it. And I got a new computer ordered. So that way I don't have the mess that this old guy, girl, whatever you want to call it, just did what it could to get me through. And I'm forever grateful, but it's time. So like the new computer is on its way. Be here so hopefully the end of next week, and then uh, away we go. So um, I'm excited. I think I need a new computer too. Yeah, I, mean, I don't do as much as you, but just putting all my pictures on it. Yeah, is. it just clogs it up. So what you need to do is I have one over there. It's get an SSD that'll help out a lot. So, yeah. but we could talk. That's not something we need to bore these guys with on the bottom <laughs> right now. Be on the lookout for more wedding stuff, more pictures. So that's really what's going on with me. Other than I've the pandemic has fundamentally changed me. I mean, as a person, as I think most of you guys know me, I know you know me, I would say it would be very safe to say I was an extroverted person. I enjoyed being around people. I have become a recluse. I don't like talking to people. I don't like being around people. Now, a lot of it has to do with my job, too. My job is really hard right now. And, like, even today, I was just, like, I just wanted to choke people. Like, so I, I know a lot of it has to do with what's going on at work and it's wearing me down so hard mentally that I just, when I come home, I just like want to tune out. Like I can't handle you right now. Like people, like I just can't handle it. So, and then you, I think, you know, you'll see it Friday when we go out for the Emerald. It, it does not matter where I go. Everybody wants to talk about what's going on in cars. And again, that's partly my fault because I created that life to, to help me sell cars Right, like, hey, when you see, oh, let's go talk to Steve for a second, blah, blah, blah. But now it's just this negative thing that everywhere I go, and I can't escape it. And it's like, oh, man. And I can't tell, you know, and now what used to be like, wow, Steve, it's kind of crazy. Um, what's going on with cars, which I didn't mind. Now it's like, how are you surviving? Are you living okay? Like, we're worried about you. Like, I just feel so bad for you. And it kind of makes you, it makes you wonder, like, wait, what is going on? Like, am I... Do, do they know something I don't know? And then it's just like this really weird dynamic, um, which is part of the other reason why I have gone so hard on weddings and stuff. Because, like, they're not wrong. I am nervous about not having any cars to sell. That's a real thing. But, you know, I'm, I'll be all right. Yeah, you'll survive. <laughs> I'll survive. So, I mean, if that involves me not getting Cabin Creek every morning, I mean... That's okay. Like, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the people at Cabaret really feel different about it, but I mean, like, I'm living a pretty blessed life and I could cut a lot of corners yeah. to, I don't have to put up a giant piece in emerald to, you know, I could, there's a lot of things I could do to cut corners. So, um, yeah, so it's just been weird. Like I said, the pandemic has fundamentally changed me. I'm really just, it's kind of wild how much different I look at things and view people and relationships. And it just, it's just wild to me right now. And um, I, I still haven't figured out a way to um, deal with it. Part of it is because I started therapy in the middle of it. And then like 
my therapist unearthed all these weird issues with me, and then I didn't like doing it over the phone. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoyed her space where I would go in there and I felt safe. And we, you know, with them not opening offices and still doing telehealth, it's just this weird dynamic now. And I don't know, it's just wild. To do the pod, video pictures, and then all the other shit, it's just, it's a lot of the same creative well. So that's why I took such a long break from the pod. Because I was like, look, the pod has really nothing to do with what's going on in my life. I mean, like, it's not impacting me money-wise. We're like, it sounds terrible, but it's, I'm going to be honest. When I post a really good picture on Instagram and it gets 50 likes and it gets people talking and going to my page for a week, then when I post a picture of a car that next time, all those, that algorithm has already set it up. So everyone that's liked all those pictures I posted up now get fed that car post. So it's all part of this business cycle that I've set up and it sucks, but it's real. It's just the reality of the situation. Like I, if I make my Facebook posts and Instagram posts all about cars, people just tune me out and they don't, they don't. So there's got to be something you post other than that. Now, that's not saying that that's the only reason I'm doing it. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is is that me going out and taking a picture of the sunset like last night fundamentally impacts how much money I make at, at, at work. Whereas the pot, I don't really think it does. Huh. So I do have to kind of prioritize what is energy and what helps me out and blah, blah, blah. So the pot's just low on the list. Just the way it is. So. And I know you don't, and you feel the same way too. You, I mean, while I know you missed the pod, and I missed the pod too, doing this, it hasn't been like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to go on with my life. So, <laughs> I'm not uh, sitting in the corner crying. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of, I think that's a great way of um, finishing it, closing it out. Because what I want to do now, and I didn't put this, I want to talk about the future of the pod. And I have it break it up. It's like how we started the pod, which I talked about. Yeah. Okay, so you guys kind of heard about in the beginning, like how I felt about the pod. What was interesting is is what the pod, we could talk about what the pod turned into. And what the pod turned into, what or what this has turned into, I don't think either of us ever meant it to be that. I think we, we love sports. Yeah. yeah we, we love pop culture, like, you know, movies, music. Just things like that. We really dig that. So sports and pop culture, I mean, you and I can just hammer on that crap all day long. We love Alpina, and we love the people here, but not in my wildest dream did I think it was going to turn into, like, a who's who of Alpina, uh, this is my life story interview and coming on. And, that, and that's not saying no. that there's anything wrong with it. I, we just, I just didn't see it becoming that. And then what also became hard is, is that you can only interview so many people in town. Yeah. And then we kind of ran out of people. And then we kind of were like, well, what is this pie? I mean, like we got so far away from what we were to what it became. And then it just became this weird thing. Like, I don't know what to do. So I think... But you and I can have an honest conversation now, and that's what I said. Is so we talked about what it turned into. I follow these people on YouTube. They're called Becky and Chris, and I know I've sent you random stuff. They have 
they let three things be the pillars of everything that they do. So they have three pillars, and no matter what they do, they try to have it touch on one of those three pillars. That's not saying they can do other things, but they always try to make sure it stays in either helicopters, home design, or video lessons, or you know that type of content. So when you go to them, you're going to get one of those three things. So I think it's important that maybe, which is something we've really never done, sit down to define what this pod is. And if we want to keep it to be like a who's who of LP thing, I'm fine with that. We can have other people on. I mean, we've, I have a list that of people like in the conversation, like, hey, I want to be on the pod, or you should have so-and-so on. I've reached out to him. Mitchell Dubinsky is a great person. He, he would love to come on, and he's been referred to by a couple of people. Uh, Coach Limbach. Now that he's retired, he he wants you know. So we we have other people that haven't been on that new, give a new insight and everything that goes along with that. It's worth asking: is is that what we even want to do? I think once in a while would be yeah. And then like, what do we want to be like? And if we don't want to have like a who's who of Alpinian or Northeast Michigan, Michigan, whatever. What, what do we want to be? I mean, what, I'm comfortable with it just be you and me ranting, putting it out in the universe, and those who want to come along for the ride, hop on the bus, and then those who are not, that's cool. We're just going to okay. keep going down the road. But it's worth you and me having the conversation of what it's going to be. And I think what's important is for you and me to define that so the people that are listening know what they're getting from us. Yeah. You know, so if it's going to be, and if those people that are excited to be, Man, I'm glad they're having the mayor back on. I'd like to hear from them. That's yeah. cool. Or, if not, you know, if we're not going to do that, so then they know, okay, it's not going to be that. They're going to talk about Matt Stafford and the Rams in the next five <laughs> pods, which I could do. But maybe that's not what it should be. You know, and we don't have to decide that right now. I'm just saying moving forward in our text conversations, this is the things that we should probably talk about. Like, where do we want to go? And we could kind of shape that. I think it's... I don't think we have to have limit ourselves to three pillars. Yeah. But if we wanted to say, okay, it's going to be um, Alpena people, Michigan sports, and photography for you know, I don't know, or, you know, some of that. I think I'm all, I'm all right with that, and I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. And then, then the people listening also know, okay, that's what I'm going to get from Stephen Brad. So that's what I thought it'd be important to talk about and. Um, we can define that. I am really close just to putting money in the pod. The mics that we're using today sound, I believe I'm going to be really happy with it. But I'm really close to just dropping the 1200 bucks on the thing. And then just be like, we got it. Now we're here. We're, we're all in. And I know what you're talking about. I mean, this system we're using now certainly isn't cheap. I mean, you know, it's, it's what it is. But at the same time, like... I necessarily didn't buy it for the pod, right? Yeah. You know, I use I'm going to use it for other things. We can keep doing that, or but if we're going to grow and grow, I think quality really plays a part in it. Oh, yeah. something too. That's my whole thought process on the pod and what you and I could talk about coming forward and what I think people should comment on. You know, because the the thirty listeners that we do have are diehard. I think of a couple of them right off the top of my head, and I don't want to name them, but. They don't have to email. They can just comment on the Facebook post. Or if they want to message us directly, they don't want to have something public. They could, they could put in an email and not have you read it. 
You know, just because we get an email doesn't mean Brett has to read it either. Just let us know. Yeah, let us just know that going forward on the things that you like to hear, what you don't like to hear, and all that stuff. But yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to say about that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably fair, right? You know, yeah. there's, I think those of you who listen, I don't know, maybe maybe you guys didn't know that, but like I said, for it to turn into an interview thing of who's who, opinion, it, that was never the intention of the pod. <laughs> it, it just happened yeah. organically. For me to be like, wow, I'm, I'm still kind of blown away by the whole thing. Like I said, I still have a probably list of six or seven people to have to come back on. And yeah. I know there are certain people like Preston, Matt Mashinsky, um, Justin's too busy, but I know he likes it. There is a group, a handful of people that love coming on this pod. Love talking, love just catching up and making, you know, doing what we do. That's cool too. And I've also thought about maybe adding a third person to it. It doesn't have to just be you and me. Some of the best pods that you and I listen to, you and I both know, like, you know, Jalen and Jacoby has Reggie. Reg, right? You know what I mean? So, like, all, a lot of the other pods, I have like a third person in the back. So, you know, it can be another person, yeah. you know, so. That's everything. And of course, my dream is still to have an intern for the summer. <laughs> Next year. And they could just be like, look at what I made these two idiots. <laughs> I took these two idiots podcasts and made it into this. <laughs> that would be nice. So, yeah. All right. We're going to come back and do our top five. All right. The last segment. All right. You came up with it today. I'm super excited. Proud of you. Thanks. Why don't you share what it says? I got the inspiration from a, a podcast today, but it's the top five movies we would want to be stuck on an island with. So I decided, I thought about this. You and I were on a plane. It's like lost. And our plane crashes on some mystic island. I'm going one step further. It's like lost. Because when, when I started stuck on an island, I was like, oh, I think I'm lost. <laughs> so not Survivor, I was thinking lost. Because, you know, so. All right. Since you came up with it, I'm going to let you go first. Or would you rather me go first and then you get two and three? I'll go first. It should be a pretty easy one to figure out. It's Top Gun. You know, it was a matter of who was going to take Top Gun off the board first. <laughs> so that's good. Okay. So then I have left two and three. So what I wanted to do was, I didn't want to have a list. I wanted to be like, okay, if you had to put a movie in, what would you watch? Like, you know, and just think, like, what would you Because I have my movies, but the idea of ranking them is tough. If I have to pull a movie off the board, I'm going to go, oh, man, it feels like it's really high up there to do that, though. <laughs> I Just own it. The second Fast and Furious movie is going to be my first round pick. And then as I come back around for the second round, it is going to be Anchorman. Nothing wrong with that one. I feel like the one movie I have, you're not going to pick at all. So I'm going to save that to the end. Oh, that's fine. So, I mean, you know, I mean, we, we both have our favorite movies, I guess oh, yeah. is what I'm saying. And so, yeah. All right. All right. Well, with my second pick, it's got to be Transformers, the movie, the animated one. All right. Because, you know, who doesn't love that movie? And for the third one, I'm gonna go with the Princess Bride. My last two could be really crazy. So I'm alright with that. I'm stuck on an island and I wanna watch a movie. So it has to be rewatchable. Yeah. Whew, man, 
I, I have three left, right? Yep. Okay, good. Because I have to have a Harry Potter movie in there. Sure. So I have to pick one of the seven Harry Potter movies. So I'm going to get that out of the way right now. And I like the very last Harry Potter movie. The one that kind of puts everything in a bow. So there's that Harry Potter, The Deathly Hallows Part 2. So I got my Fast and Furious movie. I got my Harry Potter movie. I got my Will Ferrell movie. Oceans 12. So I got my Oceans movie in there too. God dang it, man. I'm going to leave a movie off of this son of a gun, and I'm not happy about it. That's a lot of movies. It is. It's hard. All right. Go ahead, Brad. Number four. I'm going to go with John Wick. Right? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to watch John Wick? I know. Yes. There's like there's franchises. That's how I'm looking at. It. So that you like a franchise, and you pick a movie out of the franchise, right? Hundred percent. I've got so many on my list because I did make a list. I do need something kind of funny. What the hell? Three Amigos. Nice. I like that. You know, and that's the other thing is you have two '80s movies in here. Actually, three. Four. Four. Son of a. All your movies almost have been. Everything but John Wick. I don't have anything old, really. Mm. And it's not going to be, because I have to choose 8 Mile as my last one. I text Allison once a week, can I just go home and watch 8 Mile now? Because when we didn't have cable, that's what we would do. We'd order pizza and watch 8 Mile. It's just kind of been this cliche thing, like, I'm going to go home and watch 8 Mile. But, I mean, National Treasure... I watch a lot of National Treasure movies. The Dan Brown series movies. Like anything from there. I love all those. I mean, I've rewatched those over and over again. I mean, he's got the lost symbol on the peacock. Yeah. Is that out yet or is yeah. it coming? It's. I think it's out. Okay. And it's a series. Yeah. I just, you get it. Yeah. There's just these series that I just love so much. And then I'm not even, and we've missed a lot too. Oh, yeah. So, it's, but, it, but I want to go with like, okay, I'm home and alone or, you know, I'm going to watch something. I want to watch, what am I going to watch? I mean, I literally, Harry Potter, Fast and Furious, Oceans, literally just takes up everything that mostly I watch. And then I, if I'm really funny, I usually pick something Will Ferrell out, whatever's available. So it was like Step Brothers, old school, you know, something of that yeah. nature. And then, of course... I had to choose eight mile. Honorable mention. I'm gonna give you two honorable mentions. Only two. All right. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Nice. And believe it or not, Ernest goes to camp. I love that movie. <laughs> You're so crazy. So I gotta take a John Wick movie. So I don't have an action movie really in my stupid thing. I guess Fast and Furious, so we kind of count that. I don't have a drama. So I'm going to choose Inception. It's mm. a good one. Yeah. I didn't choose any comic book or superhero movies. Mm. It's wild, right? It it's is. just tough. Good job. You did a really good top five because it's so hard. But again, like if. If they're not popping in my head right away, then like, why am I taking them? You know, you know what I mean? Like, like, can they be your favorite if you can't think of them right away? So, like, that's why I didn't want to have something prepared because if I can't think of it, it can't really be a favorite. So, um, yeah. 
All right. Well, thanks for everyone listening. Yes, thank you. It will not be as long as it was before for the next episode. <laughs> I promise that. And with everything going on with the race, I don't think we're going to have a pod next Monday. Because that's like three days from now. Yeah. But we'll figure out one soon. And then maybe we'll try to get back on our schedule of picking a night. So, anything else you want to say? It's good to be back. It is. I agree. And I want to do more moving forward. Um, Because I think think we should... I think it would help us to define the space, though. And if it's going to just be an interview thing, that's fine, too. I'm right with that. But I don't think... I guess what I'm trying to get at is... I don't think that's what you and I just wanted to be. I don't... Maybe it's just like we do an interview one and then we do this. Do an interview one and do this. Because I thoroughly enjoy this. Interviewing sometimes, scheduling it, preparing myself and knowing the questions and blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of work. It just, well, it takes the fun out of it is what it does. But that's not to say I don't enjoy having people come on. And I'd love to have like Rachel, the city manager, come on. I think she's of value. Nate Skibby from the township supervisor, another person. Like there's other people in our community. There's just so many people we could have on the pod. But I don't want it to necessarily be the only thing. So, all right. Appreciate everyone coming in. Yeah. Talk to you soon. See ya.